This is the no. This is inner circle. Actually, I haven't got the name of the podcast wrong. That's because it's uh, half eleven at night. The episode of the circle from Thursday has just finished, and this is inner circle. Your accompaniment to that episode. I'm Jim. That's Ant. Circle. Open chat with Jim. It doesn't make any sense when you're already having the chat. <laughs> I know you're trying to be quirky. It doesn't work. Just do what you're supposed to do, which is some. The I'm grumpy today. Can you tell? Well, see, it's it's kind of nice that you're grumpy because pretty much everybody in the circle was tonight <laughs> sum the episode up in 30 seconds because this is your circle in 30 all right hit the clock dan lost his cool with ryan again sean and scotty hung out in the hangout and kathy is definitely in the circle which is good because freddie sean and ryan uh, seem to be falling apart battle lines were drawn and so were pictures which caused all kinds of chaos also we found out that dan has got more caps than there are people in the game alex was wearing high heels vegan sean was eating pork sausages that's not a reference to what she was doing with scotty earlier uh Freddie thinks that Mozart is a famous painter and probably the most unexpected moment of the show tonight was in the ratings when Scotty rated Hannah 4. I would have thought he'd give a one. It was still flirty and argumentative tonight, wasn't it? I mean, it wasn't as flirty and argumentative as last night, but there were still the undercurrents of sexual tension there and still people actually getting into some proper Barneys as well. Yeah, th- last night we discovered that you're not really very good at flirting. You haven't done it for a very long time. Tonight no. you're revealing that you have no idea what flirting actually is. If you think that's flirting, you have a dysfunctional relationship, my friend. There was certainly a bit of flirting between Scotty and Sean as they sat down over their dates. We'll get onto that very soon, though, because first we need to pick our two favourite mm. tweets from tonight's episode. Mine was actually kind of... It's between... Last night and tonight it first appeared from at Ian Katz 1000, who is actually a director who works for Channel 4. And he tweeted a picture of the studio that he's sitting in to direct the circle. He typed, if you think it's hard watching TV and Twitter at the same time, which is what everyone is doing while they're watching the circle, then this is what it's like being the director. And he showed a bank of monitors and it was eight down and 12 across. So that's what, I mean, that's like 800-ish, no, 80-ish monitors. My maths is as bad as my flirting. 80-ish monitors that he's got to watch at the show and monitor at all times. And it reminded me so much of The Truman Show, where the director is watching the whole village in which uh, Jim Carrey is living and he's directing all these bits and cutting into things. And there are a lot of similarities between this show and The Truman Show. Well, that's all we have time for because Jim Tokaji's on that, so see you tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But the way people are kind of falsely representing themselves, pretending to be who they're not to win approval. I mean, in the Truman Show, they're just trying to win the approval of Jim Carrey. But in this show, they're trying to win the approval of everything. There's definitely similarities between the two. Does this mean I've got to try and book Jim Carrey as a guest now? Because I'm sure going to get a nutritionist. That would be very good. I'd enjoy that a lot. So my favourite tweet tonight was about one particular character and it seems quite appropriate as well seeing as there were so many hashtags last night and we talked about the the problems of hashtags and not understanding what a hashtag is. Well, I'm a shouty man who's actually uh, named Maria. uh, At I'm a shouty man says, hashtag free Cathy. She's been stuck with this smarmy bloke claiming she's his spirit guide. Stop keeping her captive. (laughs) Well, I I noticed something tonight. I, I don't know if you've seen this, but whenever... Ryan talks to Kathy. He turns his head and looks to his right. 
So Kathy oh, really? is always stood on Ryan's right. It's a bit like Ant and Deck. They always stand in the same locations. <laughs> in fact, actually, it's exactly like Ant and Deck because at the minute you can only see one of them as well. <laughs> Very good. Well, that's one of three things happening there. One of them, he's trained himself to do that. And the idea that if he does that, it is a something that would signify this person actually exists. The other option is Kathy is real and he does have a spirit guide. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, and I can't remember what it is, but if you look in a certain direction, doesn't it, isn't it supposed to mean you're lying? Yeah. That you're making up falsehoods. So going one way, one way you're imagining something, the other way you're remembering something, the, the way your eyes go can suggest that. So what's right? Where he's looking for Kathy. Is that lying? Remembering? It's to do with the hemispheres of your brain and you look the opposite way to the way the brain is. I don't know. There's something in it. People are very good at the bottom of it. Okay, I'll get Jim Carrey, a nutritionist and a body language expert, <laughs> and then we'll be fine. Good. Get them written on the list. Uh, let's talk about where the episode kicked off, because it kicked off with the big date between Sean yeah. and Scotty, which the biggest revelation in that was that Scotty was bald and Sean didn't realise this before. And it's a good lesson for anyone who is on Tinder or any dating app in that if the person in the profile picture is wearing a hat in the picture, they've not got any hair underneath. I think that's a hard and fast rule we could all agree well, on. Uh, what I didn't understand was how different it was for different people because once he updated that picture, everybody else in the game could see it as well. And mm. Sean instantly went, he'd gone from a 10 to a 4. So basically, uh, being bald loses you six points of hotness with Sean, but... Um, it seemed to add six points of hotness for Freddy, where he symbolised it with a noise that went something like... <laughs> you can't judge Freddy as a good judge of anything, I don't think. I think that would be a mistake to make. What is weird, though, is that how, in that scenario... So they're in a room together, but they're not actually together because they're separated by a wall and they've got screens and whatnot. What's the difference between being on that date and being in their flat and having personal messages, because it it seems to strengthen the, bo the bond. We saw it before with Aiden and Mitchell when they had a date, and they kind of had that bond strengthened. It happened with Freddie and Ryan, and now it's happened with Scott and Sean as well. Yeah, maybe it's something to do with the fact that they dress up and go to the date as well. Because I was watching going, why is she put on the dress? Why is she put on the dress? But why is she wearing the dress? Because, you know, he can't see her. He can't see her. Like, in the same way that they don't know. the uh, Literally, I would love to go on that show and get invited down to the hangout and go down just wearing a string vest, Y-fronts, socks, right, and eat with my hands, right? Just like I do. <laughs> it's exactly the same reason that they get dressed at any point and they're not just sitting around in their pants like any normal person would do if you've been locked in your flat for three weeks. It's because they're on telly. They're doing it for telly. They're doing it for you. But then I think it would be more fun to do it that way. But at the same time, I suppose there's a mental thing. You say, you know, when you when you go to work, you have you might put a suit and tie on or a particular uniform, and that gets you in the mindset for what you're about to do. In the same way, if you're maybe doing martial arts by putting your uh, karate gi on, gets you in that mindset. And so by dressing up for the date, that gets yeah. them into the mindset of being on point, eyebrows on fleek, looking peng or whatever it is. <laughs> That's a good theory. I like that. The one thing I did get from the date and this episode in general, actually, was that the dictating messages thing is really weird anyway. But dictating messages when there's any kind of heightened emotion is really strange. So whether it's an argument or whether it's flirting or whether it's sadness, 
and it just comes across sounding like a sixth form drama performance, really stilted, like, I really like you, but there is someone else. Oh, no, please don't cry. It just, because the emotion is heightened, the robotic nature of having to dictate it seems even more can jarring. I, can I just make a point with this? Um, do you, can you access your chat? Because we have our own little chat within in a circle that we can send each other messages. So I want you to dictate the message to me, and then I'm going to react exactly the way that they all do. All right? And you could be any kind of message you want. I think that people... Oh, yeah, you're right. People are picking teams at home. Yeah, you're right. It kind of stilts it just because you're dictating it in your head. So you can't... Yeah, you can't but then what happens correctly. is when you're watching the show, they hear they hear one person say it as it's sent and then the first thing they do when it comes to they go oh jimmy's typing a message i think that people are picking teams at home of course they fucking are you prick right that you hear the person say the message out loud as they read it and then especially if there's any kind of stress or strain in the argument probably my favorite thing of the program now is the fact that they read the response in a mocking version of the voice of whoever they're talking to <laughs> or what, at least what they think their voice is. And it's always like... Nye, 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 nye. <laughs> this is very true. I've also noticed that with the flirting stuff, that Freddie... I think this is where Freddie will get found out. Because he's playing the straight guy at the moment. And to all extensive purposes, there's no reason why a gay bloke can't play a straight guy incredibly convincingly. But he seems to really struggle with flirting. He doesn't seem to understand that flirting with men and women is probably very, very similar. And he just keeps on using the word saucy when he's talking to women. Oh, you look saucy. It's like he thinks he's in an episode of Carry On Emoji or something, that he's got Sid James dictating the messages to him. Why is he struggling so much with that? I, th I think this is because he's not really done any work on it. He's just gone, oh, here's an idea. I'm going to go and do it. And sometimes you can blag it. He's blagged it. Basically, he's just gone, oh, yeah, I'll do that. That's that easy to do. He's not really thought about the ins and outs. Whereas somebody like Alex, or is it Kate? I just don't even know anymore, has really deep-dived on it and knows that person they want to be so well. And you can see every time he's responding, as Kate, he's carefully thinking about his reactions and what would we do. And you saw earlier in the series when Sinead came in as a granddad and got voted out, part of what happened there was uh, she was playing it quite cleverly, then got overexcited and gave away that she knew loads about Little Mix and she'd been to see them. And the people saw through that. Speaking of Little Mix, one of my favourite lines from the entire show today was about the Three Musketeers and the argument that Sean and Freddie started having over the task where they had to draw each other. Yep. So if you missed it, here's the very quick summary. Freddie drew a vicious picture of Kate in which he drew her with two faces and said she was two-faced. Kate got upset by that. Sean then stood up for Kate saying that Freddie was a little bit out of order and because of that, Freddie got the hump with Sean and they had a bit of an argument in their Three Musketeers chat, which is Ryan, Sean and Freddie. Was that argument in the chat or was that publicly? That was the one thing I wasn't sure of. That was in the Three Musketeers chat. So it was the, the, the public chat was between Sean and Freddie publicly and then they went away and had a Three Musketeers chat as well, which was Sean, Freddie and Ryan. I feel like this is going to so, become a new business term, you know, like, you know, so they said, like, you know, instead of like, you know, let, let's let's blue sky some ideas and then we'll go away and have a Three Musketeers chat. <laughs> well, Ryan said in that he thought the group, the three-man group was beginning to split up and his quote was, the Three Musketeers can't last forever. 
just like the sugar babes, which is the worst possible comparison he could make because the sugar babes have lasted forever. They're still going just when one member leaves, they get a new one in. And I think there's now three completely different members to the three they started with. So the three musketeers can start forever. And just like the sugar babes, if one of them goes, if Sean or Freddy or whoever decides to splinter off, they will recruit someone else and have their little club with someone else. The irony of all this being that the original three musketeers have lasted for a lot longer because they came from a book that was written by Alexandre Dumas, or as famously said in Bill and Ted's uh, Adventure, Alexandra Dumas, which is exactly what Freddy turned into tonight because Freddy's lost it. He did he did kind of stick to his guns with Kate, and I think if he just put that picture up there and not rammed it home, mm. but as well as doing the picture, he, he started going overboard, and that's the point, and you could see people wincing, and I was wincing a little bit at home, and then he just didn't let it go, and a lot of people compared him to an internet troll, and mm. as far as I'm concerned, looking at that, is he's blown it. He's blown it tonight because actually... People will not stand for that because if it's just somebody anonymously commenting somewhere, there's not a lot you can do. In this game, they have the power to do something. So whoever's going to be, whoever's going to be in the position of influencer tomorrow, and we're going to find out because they did rate each other, they are going to take that into consideration. And bear in mind, this came after they 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 rated each other. Mm. I'm not sure Freddie will go yet, but I certainly think if he continues behaving in the way he is, he'll have less allegiances in there. What I thought was really interesting from the outside as well, and keeping an eye on social media, is that viewers seem to like one camp or the other. They either like Freddie, Ryan and Sean, or they like Dan, Janelle and Kate slash Alex. It's not one or the other. They don't like, oh, I quite like Freddie, but then I also like Dan. They're very much blue team, red team. I have seen a few people that um, uh, uh, on social media that have been saying about how much they like Alex but can't stand Kate. <laughs> and, like, full, knowing full well it's the same person, but kind of going, oh my God, Kate is so dull and boring, but I love Alex. That's as fucked up as the rest of the show. <laughs> if there was a public vote right now, and there obviously isn't a public vote in this, but if there was a public vote, are we in agreement that Freddie would be out of there? I think... Freddie has not done himself any favours. We we get a lot about trolling at the minute and people are more sensitive, more aware of it now and are less likely to stand for it. I mean, it can be used in a creative way, like Jimmy Fallon, when he has guests on, he gets them to read out like the trolling that they've had online and you know empowers them and make, turns it into something funny. But that's because they can't do anything else because they don't know who these people are. They're keyboard warriors hiding behind something. Mm. Now, yes, Freddie is hiding because nobody can see him, but... He's in a game. There's only eight of them. He's got you know, a pretty good chance of winning £50,000 here, which he's blown, and he has blown it. And I, I think I'll be very surprised if he's still in by tomorrow night this time. He'll be fine. If he gets uh, out of, gets kicked out early, he'll just get a job at Amazon because they should hire him to test their voice recognition because they, they can develop software that recognise what the fuck he's talking about. Then Amazon have <laughs> nailed it. So let's talk about the the ratings because that came along and it was almost like it happened exactly the same time last week but I kind of didn't expect it and we had the ratings and what I saw was very interesting about that was it was almost like Brexit voting for the first part because everybody was going well they're a one they're a five they're a one they're mm. a five yeah, it's it in was black yeah it was black or white there was nothing until it came to Scotty which was very interesting because. Scotty gave Ryan three stars, and then loads of people 
gave Scotty three stars as well, which actually potentially is could leave him actually being an influencer. I think it's kind of the same as when you've done a survey and you get sent something. So you've had a customer service call for British Gas and you hang up the phone and they send you a survey going, what did you make of our service today? And you haven't really got an opinion on it because you've only been on the phone five minutes apart from the three-hour wait that you've actually spent to speak to someone. And they ask you all these questions, rate to one to five. You take the easiest option because you don't really have an opinion. You don't really care. Three, 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 all the way down the middle. That's what they've done with Scotty. No one really knows who he is yet. No one really has an opinion. The only people who went either way were the two people he's, he's had close contact with, and that was Hannah and Sean, who went, I think they went low and high. Yeah, I'm just very aware as well that we're doing a podcast where most podcast ratings will be out of five stars. So, you know, five, five, five. We should just say five a lot just to push people surreptitiously <laughs> towards that. That's a Darren Brown people. Yeah. Five, 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 five. That's my number for five. I did see another tweet as well from at Kath Disc Button is her Twitter handle. And she is, says... Sorry, did, did you break up then? Or is that actually <laughs> how you pronounced it? Say that again. At Kath Disc Button... Okay, no, that's no, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. And she says, you know that Scotty smells of Lynx Africa and desperation. <laughs> Which I thought was absolutely the perfect smell of Scotty now. So I wanted to know whether you thought any of the other circle contestants smell of anything in particular. Obviously, Freddie smells of bacon because that is all he eats. Right. Uh, Ryan smells of death because Kathy follows him around <laughs> everywhere. Hannah, I think probably, and you might not, you, I mean, it's, you're single at the moment, so you might not remember the smell of fake tan, <laughs> but she clearly, I reckon she's got that stench of fake tan about her. It's a shame Aiden's gone out because we all know what she would smell like. <laughs> yeah, she would smell like chicken and mushroom pot noodle. I think the circle need to consider this. Channel 4 should get on it for season two. You get a scratch and sniff. It would be the perfect ad- advert. New, new fragrance from Calvin Klein, Circle. Betrayal, bitchiness, <laughs> five stars. Uh, it's all about the merch now. It's all about the merch. We'll be seeing that coming out in the next few weeks. Right, have we covered everything off today? I think the only thing we haven't really talked about is the kind of teaser that they dropped at the end, which is funny because any other TV show, when it says, like, next time on The Walking Dead, I switch off because I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I just want to come in and sit and watch it. But on mm. this, I'm hanging on every single little thing that comes out. And what we saw there is shock double eviction. I don't think it's really a shock because they'd done one before. If it was like an eight-person eviction, that would be a shock. <laughs> but double eviction, coming up tomorrow. So here's the question, Jim. Right now, we've been pretty good. We've proved it as we've gone through. Go we've been pretty bang on at predicting what's happening. Two people tomorrow, call them. Who's going? I think Kate might go tomorrow. I think if Dan's not an influencer, Kate is straight out of there. If Dan is an influencer... She'll get another round of votes. So it completely hangs on Dan. And the other person to go, I think maybe Ryan could be on his way out. I totally disagree. I think Dan is at risk. Dan is. uh, Because of what happened yesterday. But I think he may have his bacon saved, ironically, by Freddie, who's upset everyone. And (laughs) also Scotty. I think Scotty's going to go because he's been exposed as a liar publicly playing people yeah. off so people won't be able to trust him let's wrap it up there then shall we so uh, tomorrow what are we going to do we're going to do a show tomorrow because you've got date night are you in, the, you in the hangout with your wife <laughs> yeah we're, we're going to go to a restaurant sit at opposite sides of it and text each other Through that's pretty much what we do anyway so to be fair it's no different to normal <laughs>
we'll see. We might have an episode tomorrow. We'll see how we go. All right, uh, I might be back with something uh, without Jim. But uh, yeah, otherwise, I'll just be like in shock and horror. Look, Anne, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to go now. You can carry on doing this podcast, but I'm going. <laughs> see you later. All right, follow us online at The Circle Pod. And uh, yes, my, my tip, Freddie and Scotty to go tomorrow. Or tonight, depending on when you're listening. <laughs>